Blog Talk Radio. Hello, all. Thank you for joining me today. It's snowing outside. Oh, my gosh. I'm kind of actually excited to see the snowflakes. We've ended up having a mild winter. And um, despite our mild winter, here it is snowing. And um, I'm happy to be sitting in the studio today talking to everybody um, and being all cozy and warm inside. So I'm at my studio, which is the Bridal Studio and Spa. I'm in Sandwich, Massachusetts, out on Cape Cod. And my number is 508-725-6250. And you can reach me there or at Kimberly at KimberlyRichard.com for a quick email or my website, KimberlyRichard.com. And you scroll down, click on the icon, and you can book an appointment if you like. My little studio is very private. Um, It's a little boutique. And um, we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the services that I offer there and a little bit about skin and how to keep ourselves looking young and fresh. You know, the last episode we had, I, I had talked about brides and their big day and how to book a makeup artist and if you even needed one. And today I thought that we would talk a little bit about skin and how to look fresher, younger, and brighter. I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't want to look 10 years younger. So let's get started and talk about some of the obvious things that we can all do to help the quality of our skin and to to look fresher and dewier. We would... Um, you know, obviously want to get a lot of rest. And everybody's talking about getting good sleep. It's um, in the media a lot. There are people um, that are going to have like a, um, a, you know, a sleeping test with your doctor. You know, a lot of people are doing that now and wearing apparatuses so that they can get good rest. It really goes a long way to making your skin look dull or the circles under your eyes looking dark if you haven't had a lot of rest. Dehydration goes um, along with that. And drinking lots of water and keeping hydrated keeps the skin plump. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Exfoliating. Exfoliating is such an important thing. And very few women exfoliate their skin two or three times a week. And I'll be working on clients and uh, building a relationship with them and find that really very few of them are exfoliating like they should. And when you exfoliate your skin, you get all that dead, dull, dry, um, dead skin off the surface, and all those really wonderful products that you spend a lot of money on that have all the, the fabulous ingredients will be more easily penetrated. Updating your makeup bag. Holy cow. I, I I must admit, sometimes I'll come across a cosmetic in my own makeup bag that I've had way too long. And a lot of the clients that I work with, when I go through their bags, I'm surprised, and they are too sometimes, to have to say they've had that in their makeup bag for three or more years. And we want to toss those things out. They 
they collect bacteria, they collect um, oils from your skin, they can cause you to break out and, uh, um, you know, cause you to have very sensitive skin. So we want to keep all fresh, newly bought products in our makeup bag. And then also think about style, what the colors and the um, products are doing to us. A lot of times if you're using a product you've been using since high school, it could probably be aging you. There are so many new products on the market. We're going to talk about moisturizing like never before. Moisturizing is king when it comes to the skin. And as we start to age, obviously, uh, we make less collagen, we make less hyaluronic acid, so we start to get those fine lines and wrinkles. And how can we plump those up and look dewy and fresh and not break out? A lot of folks are worried about using a lot of moisturizers on their skin because they're not wanting to break out. So some of the things I'm going to talk about will seem very obvious, and then we'll talk about some of the not-so-obvious. Quality rest. Oh, my heaven. Keeping you from looking dull, keeping you from having dark circles, obviously we all strive to get a really good night's sleep. I have a hard time myself. In fact, my son had given me a Fitbit for Christmas, and Wearing it for exercise, you know, you can go to the program online um, or on your cell phone, and it will actually tell you also how well you slept in the night. And I didn't really realize how restless I truly was and how many times I was actually waking up in the middle of the night. So it's been helpful in a lot of ways. But it can also, getting a good night's sleep can help you um, keep off the weight. A lot of us are getting weight gain, and you may not realize you're tired. When you're tired, sometimes you eat more to comfort yourself. And a diminished uh, immune system, getting sick, getting colds or viruses more often, that all comes from not getting quality rest. So that's seven to nine hours of quality sleep, and, you know, quality is better than quantity, really, is so important. How do we do that? Well, you know, they all say that going to bed, you know, at the same time every day, who can really do that? But I try my best. (laughs) The body loves a schedule. And, you know, if I end up having a super late night, what I will do is when I do wake up in the morning, I try to get a good 10 minutes, maybe I'll sit in the window of my front room and get this super boost of um, sun so that my melatonin kind of gets corrected. It can help really reset your natural clock. So, you know, possibly get you back on a schedule. Caffeine, holy cow, caffeine effects, and I'm totally addicted. I'm talking right now, I'm not going to lie. But um, the effects can last six hours or more, and you really need to be careful about after 3 o'clock. You know, I'm very guilty of needing to work through the evening. I had a photo shoot last night, and I didn't get home until 11 o'clock. I was so tired. But, um, you know, if you can end your caffeine intake before 3 o'clock, that really helps us sleep. Alcohol, of course, you know, While it can make us drowsy in the beginning, it also increases our waking system. And um, 
it will increase that wakefulness as it leaves our system. So sometimes it will cause you to wake at 4 or 5 and be really restless and not be able to go back to sleep. So easy on the Cabernet. Quality is, like I said, really important. Um, You know, um, low light in your bedroom can be difficult. Uh, It can cause problems. You know, a lit clock. Um, business lights or street lights outside, excuse me, your window can really cause a few problems. And, you know, a lot of people sleep with their cell phone, which is really tough. And I will say that I actually um, last, uh, or this early, early this morning, had a client call me at 5.30 a.m. and I wasn't able to go back to sleep. She was on her way uh, to work and thought she'd leave me a message. And um, I was up after that. So I really shouldn't be sleeping with my phone. So I mention that only because that actually happened to me this morning. The sleep hormone melatonin, we really want to keep balanced. So keep your bedroom as dark as possible. Possibly use black shades or a little eye mask. Um, you can use a white noise machine. And um, think about turning down your thermostat. Not only will it lower your, your energy cost, ideal sleeping temperature. And... Um, While I do love my sweet dog, Duncan, he always sleeps at the end of my bed. I have to tell you that he has kept me up before. So sleeping with our pets, a cat or a dog, can cause you to have to um, wake up several times in the middle of the night. And their moving around might actually get, you know, keep you up even if you don't remember. So turning over a new leaf. Let's talk about turning over a new leaf, turning over all of those skin cells. When you exfoliate your skin and have all the dewy, fresh baby skin cells on the surface, you're going to look dewy. And I I know I use that word a lot, but dewy really is the sign of youth. And when I'm working with clients that are more mature, I'm trying to um, have them appear fresher and brighter and dewier. And uh, so the mantra today should be out with the old and in with the new and whisk away those dead skin cells to reveal more radiant skin. And how do we do that? Well, let's see. Um, Our skin um, really can be exfoliated with a number of different things. There's all kinds of cleansers and really it depends on your skin type. So making an appointment to visit your esthetician and forming a relationship with them can really help you choose the correct products if you're not really sure what your skin type is and what you should be using. I tell my clients all the time, I love to have them come once a month. Some gals come seasonally, but the gals that come once a month, obviously I can you know, treat them with wonderful products. I can force moisture in. I can do a lot of things on a one-month visit. But they have the ability to affect their skin every single day by what they use. So um, get some advice with what you should be using and pick those products and use them every single day. If you have sensitive skin, they're probably going to recommend that you use something that um, won't cause irritation, obviously. And a nice milk wash is wonderful for that. It's gentle. It's soft. 
It will cleanse away makeup but leave your skin um, very soft. And um, Osea Malibu, the product line that I use here in my spa, has a wonderful ocean cleanser for that. And um, something that's along the gentle lines, and when you look on the instruction label, it shouldn't say anything about surfactant. So um, you'll probably want to find a nice, gentle cleanser for yourself. And if you do have sensitive skin, you could have rosacea issues going on. You could have a form of severe acne. You could have um, erythema, which is the little broken blood vessels around your nose and on your cheeks. Folks like that, um, for their exfoliant, you want to use an enzyme of some sort. You know, you use papaya or uh, pineapple or pumpkin to soften meat. Um, it's really the kind of the same thing with your skin. Those enzymes that are in those fruits break down this, this dead skin on the surface and allow you to wash it away without scrubbing it away. If you have sensitive skin, you're not wanting to use a lot of abrasive products. So an enzyme is the perfect thing for you. And you can find lots of really great enzyme masks that will do that job for you. And you simply put them on to softly moisten skin, do little circles, leave it on a few minutes, follow the instructions on your product. And then when you wash it away, you're really going to seem very dewy and soft. For non-sensitive skin, you know, cleansers that... um, are more mechanical. The items, the items and the products that have grains of um, finely ground volcanic pumice or uh, glacial mud are going to be perfect for you. And um, they're going to exfoliate your skin by softly, um, mechanically removing the, um, you know, all of that dead skin. So uh, products like that are going to be great. You're going to apply them the same kinds of ways. And a cleanser that has maybe some essential oils in it, antimicrobial oils, things like lime extract and things like that are going to clean your skin but leave it unstripped. When you look on the back of products list, and like I said before, surfactants, it's soap, you know, and soap can be really, really hard on your skin. We want to clean our skin without stripping it. So aging skin, let's talk about aging skin now. A glycolic face wash really is your friend. And, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the kinds of products for aging skin, but I always consider a glycolic face wash followed up by like an anti-aging brightening mask, something luxurious and brightening like with, with algae in it would be a really good feed for the skin. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when I come back and how we can start to moisturize now that we have all that dead skin off. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, WickedHousewivesOnCapeCod.com. 
Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Well, hi there. We're back. And um, we were, you know, just obviously, you know, talking about how to cleanse our skin, how to use a nice um, mask or exfoliant. And we're going to talk now about moisturizing. You know, limit the soap. I talk to so many clients who tell me that they use, um, what did the gal say the other day? She, she used that yellow bar soap. Um, it was Dial, yes. She uses Dial soap on her skin. And I thought, oh, my, <laughs> my heavens. We really want to limit all those surfactants I was talking about earlier in our soap and our cleansers. So, um, you know, they strip the skin of nutrients. So find yourself a nice, mild milk wash or a cleanser that has the essential oils in it we were talking about. And um, if you can find a product that has ceramides in it or glycerin or hyaluronic acid, those are all really wonderful products that plump the skin and leave it refreshed and leave you looking younger and fresher. Um, really, if you can find one that has two of those products in it, you'll be Glow City because those, those are just key to a great cleanser. Apply it to dead, um, sorry, uh, damp skin and, you know, seal all of that uh, moisture from the water on the surface in with your moisturizer. That will help keep all of those, um, you know, all that water in your skin and help you look plumped. So not so obvious things for many of us are retinoids. And if you haven't recently tried a retinoid, that is just really where you want to go. You know, trends in beauty and skin come and go. But, you know, vitamin A really is here to stay. It's a derivative retinol, and it's proven to smooth skin, unplug pores, pore, sorry, stimulate collagen growth and reduce all kinds of wrinkles. So if you haven't already tried that out, give it a try. Um, start slowly. And um, I always suggest twice a week you would go through your regular cleanse um, routine and apply a thin application of that retinol. You can follow it up with whatever serum or cream that you would be using in the evening. Um, and then as you start to use the product over a period of a couple of weeks and your skin becomes used to it, then you can start doing three times a week and then go to every other day. And um, you'll see huge results. And, um, you know, you might have a little peeling or pinkness on your cheeks at first, but keep it up. And continue to use your moisturizer and you'll really see some wonderful results. I tell people all the time who have a super hard time sticking to their um, skincare regime 
I am the laziest girl on the planet, so I have to set things up so I can't fail. I have all my cleansers and my uh, masks I keep in the shower. When you keep them in the shower, you know know you're going to be using them, and you really won't forget because they're just there with all the other products you're going to use in the shower um, every day. So um, I'll get in, I'll cleanse my face, I'll apply my mask, and then I'll go about shaving or washing my hair and doing all those things you do in the shower, and you rinse it off when you get out. Boom, done. You know you did it. Um, You don't have to deal with drippy washcloth. And then as far as going to bed in the evening, a lot of times you're just exhausted. And I'm sorry, but I know that if I get in bed and I forgot to wash my face, I'm not getting out. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm lazy and I'm not getting out. So I keep a little trash can by my bed. I went and I bought some anti-aging cleansing cloths from, you know, uh, you know, like a CVS or a drugstore, and I keep my retinol products on my nightstand along with my moisturizers. And that way, if I forget, you know, there is no reason why I really just can't do a quick swipe, get all the dirt and the oils from the day off, apply those products that I love and I paid for, and um, and go on about sleeping. So... Um, Let's see, the the few things that you want to know about a retinoid, just as a recap, is that you wouldn't ever want to use a retinoid if you were getting ready to go and be waxed. So you'll want to stop 24 hours before you go and have your eyebrows waxed uh, or having your lips or your chin waxed because it does make your skin very um, sensitive and you might think it's your esthetician or the person waxing your brows, but she could actually lift skin because your skin is more sensitive. So you want to make sure you stop using that before you go and get your brows waxed. You want to be gentle about exfoliating. We were talking about, um, you know, really trying to be good about exfoliating. But when you use a retinoid, you kind of want to do one or the other. You want to exfoliate for a week or you want to use your retinoids. You really don't want to do both just because they'll make you super sensitive. And um, you also want to make sure that you want to stop using your retinoid before you go to get a peel. If you're going to your esthetician, hopefully she's going to ask you if you've been using um, retinoids on your skin. She should. And um, you know, having a peel could really cause some damage if you were using your retinoid um, beforehand. And wear an SPF, a really great sunscreen. I happen to carry the Image Skincare line at my studio. I think it's the all-time best product. I keep it in my handbag. Um, a sunscreen really is ideal because you'll be um, lightening and brightening your skin with the retinol. And then if you go out in the sun, you know, all of the wonderful things you did to your skin will kind of go down the drain with all kinds of sun damage. So make sure you wear your SPF. Drinking up, and I mean water, tons and tons of water. I talk to people about it all the time. And I have to tell you, I'm also the person who will pour themselves endless glasses of water. I've tried to dress it up with fruit. I've tried to dress it up with mint. I make it look pretty. Maybe I'll want to drink more. And I end up with all kinds of glasses of water sitting around my house that look really beautiful, but I didn't drink them. So 
I have found with myself the only way to get the water that I really should be drinking is simply to chug a couple of glasses. First thing in the morning with my coffee, I drink down two full glasses of water, and that kind of helps give you that jump start for the day. You know, no matter what you do, you probably um, wake up looking dehydrated. And uh, so that first two glasses of water I think of as just, um, you know, as waking myself up. And then I end up trying to drink two full glasses before every meal. The total bonus of that whole thing is not only are you getting all your water intake, but you're kind of filling yourself up a little bit so you don't eat as much at your meals. So, hey, you lose a few pounds. We're doing what we're supposed to. Dry skin, I'm sorry, it just is old-looking skin, period. So, um Drink down your water as best you can and um, think about trying some of those other products to kind of get those fresh skin cells on the surface and um, give up some of the dry powder foundation makeup products that you might have been using in the past. Anyone who, um, you know, is probably over 40 shouldn't be using a powder makeup anymore. When you think of powders, you know, you you powder yourself in the summertime to absorb oils when you sweat. You use a dry shampoo on your scalp to absorb oils when your hair gets oily. You don't want to use a powder foundation because not only will it make you look dry, but any last bit of oil you do have on your skin, it's going to fuck right up. So toss out those powder foundations. Regardless... um, of last night, <laughs> last night's Cabernet intake, um, you know, do the one to two full glasses of water. And um, if you're going to work out in the morning, plan on a bottle of water every 30 minutes. I do try to flavor mine with fresh mint and berries. Cucumber's great. But just for those to know, if you put lemon in your water, it actually becomes a diuretic. It's a cleansing agent. So that water, that lemon is actually going to make you go to the bathroom more. So skip the lemon in your water, your makeup bag. So what is in your makeup bag, and is it making you look 10 years younger or 10 years older? Um, you know, we want to think about those products. We talked about the foundation But if you're using a product that you've been using for five years, you're probably, you know, chances are there's probably a much better product on the market for you now. Our industry changes, holy cow, every every month there's new products. And a lot of them now have sunscreens in them. A lot of them are anti-aging. There are trends to going completely clean and um, not having the chemicals that older cosmetic lines had in them. So if you have exited the 18 to 35 demographics, then try out some of these new tweaks. Um, Curling your lashes is kind of a must. That gives you wonderful lift. And, um, you know, our lashes do straighten and they thin with age. So dust off your curler and use it every day. It's really, uh, it really makes a big difference. Try a product like Latisse. It's a wonderful product. It really does work. And, um, you know, you want to follow your do- your doctor's instructions with it. It can help you also plump those eyebrows. 
or think about lash extensions. Obviously, I do lash extensions here at the um, studio, and um, you can always find tons of before and afters. It really does take five to ten years off, promised. It gives you tons of lift. It helps you look fresh and well-rested without putting any makeup on, and it really simplifies your makeup regimen. Most of my clients are actually over 40. So that's probably one of my favorite tips right there. We're getting to where we want to wrap up, and I just really wanted to thank everyone for um, listening today. And I hope that you'll um, think about, you know, adding some of these tips and tricks to your own regimen. And um, think of calling me at 508-725-6250. I'll look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Wicked Blushing Brides. You may get in touch with Kimberly through our website, www.kimberlyrichard.com. Her email, Kimberly at KimberlyRichard.com, or by phone, 508-725-6250. Join her every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30 Eastern Time, right here on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.